If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. All right, guys, we are back. Episode 50, right across the way from me, I have a very special guest that's joining us. The one and only, I'm going to get him to introduce himself. So, my special guest, introduce yourself to everybody. Um, I go by the name of uh, Justin Mob, uh, digital marketing strategist from originally from Montreal. Uh, lived in Toronto for about five years, and uh, currently buying coastal obviously between Toronto and Vegas. You guys will get to know me more because I'm talking about myself on this podcast. Shout out to my man Lori for having me here right now. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And that's why we're here, you know, bringing it into the rich culture and all that good stuff. So, give us what. what I'm just going to get right into it. What's Waves Open Doors, man? Waves Open Doors is uh, basically my tagline. That's how I started. That's how everything started. That's how I wanted to brand myself. Uh, I kind of started on Snapchat pretty much like how everyone was just started talking about their, their whole life. Uh, for me, it was just like the waves, right? So uh, I used to have very long hair and I was just like, okay, this is a transition from me having the high top to just like having like straight, like regular hair, 1.5. So I kind of started this whole wave movement maybe like about like four or five years ago. I know right now it's a thing. Everybody's like, do rag this, do rag. I've been, <laughs> not, not, you, you, you know, it's been following me for a while. You know, I've been on this for a while. So the waves open doors, that's pretty much like the movement. Uh, waves open doors opportunities. So I was just like, okay. Uh, I, I started brushing my hair like maybe like a thousand strokes a day. That's that's the program, a thousand strokes a day to keep the haters away. And no, before we even started recording, I see you with the brush right now. Oh, man. You're sitting here with the brush yeah. and all that good stuff. You're you're out here, you know, brushing your hair and all that good stuff. Absolutely. So what's your what's your main purpose? Like, what I want you to tell everybody. What is it you do? What is you're trying to avenue? The culture you're trying to develop and all that good stuff. Um. As far as my personal goal, as a, like I said, I'm a digital marketing strategist, so I help different types of small business, uh, you know, personal brand, people that are trying to brand themselves, it could be athletes, uh, actors, uh, comedians, I just help them do with their personal brand, so uh, basically bring their vision to life and create some sort of storyline online, you know, through Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and all those different uh, social networks, that's what I do for a living. You guys can follow me on Instagram, at Justin Mob, Twitter, Justin Mob, Facebook, Justin Mob. And the man's already doing his own self-promo on the show, he doesn't even need me to do the promo for it. What's going on here? Uh, trying to do it all, all different type of ways and stuff like that. Um, so what made you want to get into digital marketing strategy? Um, I started, uh, basically, that was just me finding myself, right? So, you know, as everyone, as soon as you finish school, then you're trying to, in the process, basically, of me, like, going to university right after, like, high school, uh, 
I started a different program, like I went to finance, I was at McGill University in Montreal, I started finance, I did like one semester, I didn't like it, I went to another university, which is like University of Montreal, like a management of public service, which was not my lane, and in that uh, actual uh, school, University of Montreal, I had one class, one marketing class, and I was just like, oh, I really kind of like, like this class, that's the only class where I was really paying attention, I was just like, okay, maybe I should try to, you know, focus into marketing and things like that. At that point, I already started blogging with uh, Montreal. Yes, like, yes, um, and then we're going to get into that. Absolutely. So, um, right after that, I was just like, okay, like, I like marketing, I like social media. Uh, so, I fell on this program uh, online uh, from the South College, which is in Montreal. They have a program called Media Strategies and Advertising. Just me looking at the different courses that were offered in that program, which was graphic design, uh, ideation, any type of like marketing class. Uh, so I really kind of got into the program and thought, well, this is what I need to do. And after I did this, uh, it was two year program. It was a two year program. And after that, I was like, okay, it's time for me to uh, move to Toronto. I moved to Toronto. I did my internship for the Pan Games for about three months. Then I got hired for, you know, for the core experience. So I worked for the Pan Games for about a full year. And I was the online community manager. So I was posting pictures, you know, attending different type of events with different athletes. Pinball Clemens, Gravis Vasquez, when he was there at one point, and several other athletes, right? Um, so after that, I just, uh, that's how I started my journey as a digital marketing strategist, pretty much. Amazing, amazing. So working with the Pan and Games and stuff like that, mm -hmm. what did that look like? Like, how was that? Just like your uh, first go get going stuff. Yeah, that, that was that, that was my first gig. Uh, very interesting since it's not like a small, uh, you know, there's different small agencies and there's like big agencies, so pretty big companies. So uh, we were boxing with like 200 employees, 150 to 200 employees, like in the building, in the chorus building, which is like Mr. Lakeshore. Uh, that's where I was working. Um, but yeah, it was it was very interesting going in those uh, boardrooms with about like you know 30, 40 people. You have to talk in front of all those people coming from different departments. So it was basically like my first uh, to get my, my feet wet in the game and the digital one. See, because you have like such a good story. I never even got, like, how old are you? I want you to tell I'm them 28. this. You're 28. You're 28. 28. You're 28. He's making, making all these headlines, making all these moves, man. <laughs> <laughs> Waves open doors and all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. All right, all right. Um, I know we, we, we touched on a little bit. I know in conversations, uh, you were talking about the slow-mo cups. I want you to tell the listeners, what's, the, what's slow-mo? What yeah. was a slow-mo cup? And I know you guys have a particular feature somewhere. Was it in a magazine mm -hmm. or something like that, too? Yeah. I want you to tell us about that. Um, Slow Mo Cup, which is a company that I started with uh, my partner in uh, San Francisco. We actually started a company. Shout out to Cal Caliente. You guys, make sure that you go follow Cal Caliente. Yes, trust me, guys. Cal is Cal's wild. <laughs> this man is wild, man. Hopefully to get him on the show sometime. You never know, right? Absolutely. He'll come back to Toronto pretty soon. So, um, yeah, so we started the company uh, mid-2013. Uh, just as a double cup, a plastic cup with the double lip, which was uh, which was a thing when people do styrofoam cup, they put one cup on top of each other. So it was kind of a trend. At one point, it's still a trend until today. So, so what right. is it they put in these cups? Uh, I mean, I, 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 I don't know. I, I can't speak for everyone. Most of the people that exist, it basically started like in the in Houston. Are you familiar with the whole Houston culture? Or something like yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure some of the listeners know about the Houston, Houston culture. There's a lot of chocolate food and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, 
pretty much a lot of people drink lean or uh, you know some people just like you know, regular beverage but kind of started with lean so you're telling me i can put like apple juice in my hand yeah, right. all right that's good and, and look i'm in the city i don't even see no slow mo cups here what's going oh, on man, man? Uh, it's all good, man. It's all good. Also, so, keep going. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, he started Slow Mo Cup, uh, like I said, in 2013. So, basically, got the patent for the product, which is like a plastic cup with a double lip. Uh, he has an, an amazing packaging. So, uh, he got featured in Complex at first. Uh, that's when I noticed him. I was just like, who's this guy doing the, the, the Slow Mo Cup? I thought it was a genius idea. When I look on Instagram, I thought, like, dude, he had like maybe about 4,000 followers. I was just like, okay. Then it was kind of reachable for me because it was not a, a big company. I was like, okay, with 4,000 followers, if I send a DM, and there's probably like high percentage of the person is gonna hit me back up. Uh, so back then I was working for Montreali, so for me that was like the first thing that I was like, okay, but I'm working with Montreali, go check the YouTube channel, so we interview all these artists, that yes, was, yes, that was yes. our main thing. Um, so as soon as I told him that, he was just like, okay, cool, but I'm gonna send you some cups. Um, he sent me about four cups, uh, I kind of did like little photo shoots or whatever to do some type of promo, and uh, after that I became like an official like retailer in Canada, and that's pretty much how we started uh, like doing business, so I was responsible of all the marketing activities like uh, on uh, posting on Facebook, Instagram, uh, the Shopify as well, just make sure to manage the store and come up with different uh, activation as well, which I did two activation here in Toronto. Uh, one for was for the All-Star Weekend uh, with Mitchell Boom and Sign Digital. It was a pretty good activation. Thanks for the invite. Yeah. <laughs> it's been nice to be here at, you know. I don't think I don't think I'll do that. Yeah, we didn't know each other, but it's all good, you know, next time, next um, time. Yeah, we, we, it was pretty big. That was like my first real activation. Shout out to Dev from uh, 40 Ounce Bounce. We gave me the opportunity, uh, which is kind of, uh, we'll, get, we'll get back to that later, but it's someone from out of town who did an event in Toronto who gave me the opportunity to kind of, you know, be a part of, uh, of the event, mm-hmm. which was not someone from Toronto. Uh, and the second event activation that I did was last year's in Caravan uh, with the Jewel and still 40 ounce bounce. So shout out to Dev one more time. No, we're gonna get into all that. Too. Absolutely. So I did, uh, you know, the custom cups for Jewels and uh, I think the 40 ounce bounce was a 1 a.m. bounce. So that was like for the daytime party during Caravan. Uh, it was pretty good. Like really, like great activation. Like the pictures online. We had like some great video footage. We did some a uh, lot of interesting social media campaign for that. So that's how I was able to basically like put my uh you know my imprint on the city people knew me as the guy who was selling slow mo cups that's how i was able to kind of uh, create myself like a bigger network bigger network mm-hmm. so I, I know that's when we kind of were starting to talk around it would have been right around that the bounce the yep. bounce tour and this, this, like this, the second one not the first I, not the first uh, 40 ounce bounce for the all-star weekend the second one the second was one around, yeah. Caravana last yeah, year. Yeah, Caravana last year. So you're familiar with, with what was the guy's name again, you said? Dev. Dev, yeah, and then Dev there was... From uh, 40 Ounce Bounce. And then, and then my, my, well, I don't have a personal relationship with her, but you know how I already feel about Yes Jewels already and all that good stuff. Right. You know, how was it working with somebody that's already kind of has their ears and their footprint in the industry right now? Um, as far as Yes Jewels, I was not in direct contact with her. Me, it was mostly with... Uh, with that, uh, and it was basically like me trying to bring the products to the event and basically like do my, do my little promo, it was helping them as well, like to have like some type of like products that they were selling at the event. So that was how, uh, that, that was interesting uh, to say the least, because it was an event that there was a lot of people were aware of the 40 ounce mouse at that point. So when people were coming in and they saw the small cups, it was very good for brand awareness. So that's how I was able to keep working with Cal, because at first it was a strictly like business relationship. And 
And uh, after that, I think it was like last year, around like December, that's when we kind of like switched and we were like looking for another idea to uh, how we're going to make more money. Basically. 100%. Yeah, exactly. You want to brand yourself. Yeah, right? yeah, put your name and put your staple on certain things and all that good stuff, mm -hmm. too. That's amazing. That's amazing. Um, elaborate more about entrepreneurship and what does that look like for you? And I want you to kind of indulge into it to the point where a lot of these, you know, you being 28, me being 33, mm -hmm. we kind of already get it, right? Even though there's that, that gap between me and your age, we mm -hmm. still get what's going on in, in the world. But I want you to speak on people that are trying to come up now, right? They're trying to be on the upbringing mm -hmm. and how you find the successes and the not so much successes that mm -hmm. you're going to see. Um, I mean, being an entrepreneur right now is a thing, right? Everybody wants to have their own business, either like a clothing line or you want to start selling a t-shirt. Everybody want to have their own uh, event production company. So just like you have your own podcast, some people are writing books and want to become an author. Some people are trying to become like personal trainers. Like there's all that stuff. Yeah, that's like we do it all over here, man. <laughs> and the main thing is that the, the, your goal is basically to leave your, your, your daytime job just to focus on that passion, which is like your hustle, and make it like a full-time hustle where you don't need to go back to your nine-to-five. That's the, that, that's pretty much the goal. And for me, like it was hard. Like I had to gain a lot of experience. Because for me, uh, as I'm just gonna talk from my personal experience, right? So I, please do, a, please do. Um, digital marketing strategies mostly like you have to go and work for these different marketing agencies, small or big. Like you have to go out there and work for them, work for different clients. Like I had the chance to work with a lot of like big clients, so like you know, like Morris, McDonald's, and some Activision with the CFL, Tangerine, uh, Leon's. I worked with New Era a little bit earlier this year. So. We basically started country. You're famous, like no, no, no. Guys got like million dollar checks. No, it's, it's, they it's not even through. like that. It's all going through the agency. But I, I mean, for me to be a part of these projects, it's basically for me. Like I use it for myself. Like some people work for those agencies and they don't really use it for themselves. But oh yeah, I was working with this company for for that agency. But if you go on my website, all these clients like I did a, like a huge activation for Canadian Tire, huge campaign for tomorrow. So all these things are on my website. If you go just Com, you'll be able to see my portfolio. Um, so for me, it was just like gain a, a lot of experience and see how those agencies are working with those bigger clients. Like what is like the structure of the work when you send the reports or when you create a strategy or when you want to pitch to those clients face to face, what it looks like. So I was able to gain all that experience pretty quick. Uh, I was seeing about two years. Uh, I was able to grasp the concept of if you have a client, if someone comes to you and like, okay, well, I need help for, you know, a community management, I need like content on Facebook, Instagram, uh, I want to have like a, a video campaign, how can you help me? So I was able to learn that structure by working in an agency. And um, for me, it basically started this year because I launched my website uh, January 2nd. Before that, I was doing, uh, I don't know if you recall, I was doing Brands by Brothers, which was uh, That I was not familiar with. I didn't get a chance to, to really take that in. Brands by Brothers was basically about a year and a half after I moved to Trump. So I would say like early 2014 or 2015. So I'm really bad with the dates, but around yeah, that time, good, man. I get it. Uh, about two years ago, me and two of my friends that were coming from Montreal as well to kind of like hustle. Um, we were kind of all looking for an idea of how we're going to make us some money. Me being like a digital marketing strategist, another one of my friends was like a video guy at that point, a videographer, and I have another one of my friends who was really good with the paperwork and to pitch and to put the one-on-one face-to-face -on -one, uh, with the client. He was really good at that. So we were like uh, a good team. And we had all the tools and all the 
sources to which like, okay, let's start like an agency. We call it Brands by Brothers. That was the name of our agency. Uh, so at first, like I said, like everyone, once you get in the game, you have more experience. People will be like, who's Brands by Brothers? Why, why are you offering your service? Like, do you have a portfolio? Why do you work with? So we had to do a lot of free gigs. So we went on Queen Street, go to all those different like small businesses, those small stores, and people like, okay, well, we're a social media marketing agency. We want to create some content for you guys. So at first, it was always, okay, well, I will give you guys a chance. You guys can do a little campaign for free, and after that, we'll see how we can move forward. So, you know, uh, we didn't really have a lot of serious clients, unfortunately. So we did a lot of stuff for free, but at least it was awareness for us. That's what you want to do, um, yeah. Mostly for me, because I was the one who was mostly out there. Uh, I think two of my, like my other uh, friends that I had, the friends were brothers with, they were kind of more introvert. Uh, me, I wanted to be out there, because me, I'm coming for everything. Like, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm coming for everything. <laughs> no, I, I get it, man. I, I get it all. I want all the glory and everything. So for me, it's just like, I had to go to these events, go to these brunch, and just like be out there on the scene so people can actually see me. And once they see me, like, that was before slow-mo cups. So that's, I started giving out the business card. My name was Justin Ma. Brands of Brothers, people made the link, and after with Brands of Brothers, the, the content that we were creating was actually like really dope. We were able like to get like a like a good following from Toronto with Brands of Brothers, so that's how I was able to get kind of get in the scene. And you know, in Toronto, there's all those different things. Shout out to the girls at Bear Gal, shout out to Marlon, shout out to DJ Lisa Monet, shout out to all those people that I've met, like just me when I was moving in Toronto, because I'm not I'm not from here, right? So <laughs> uh, when people look at me, they're just like, oh yeah, but where are you from? Okay, that's cool. So people were aware that okay, well this guy's coming from Montreal, he came to Toronto and he's moving around trying to figure out like how he's gonna make it in the city. So um I say that to say this, uh where was I going with that story? Keep going, man. It's um, this is you, man. This is why nah, we're here. Nah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so after I started brands also brands operators, that's when I was able to uh start working with at one point I was working with uh one umbrella, I was working with the Tory Hanks out of store on Queen Street as well. Wait, wait, you were working with who? No, 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 we, we don't get <laughs> No, it was, it was not personally, but we're working with the store, at, at the store, right? So yeah. working with the, the social media store is not uh, on Queen Street anymore, but that's kind of how I was able to make like uh, most of my contacts and stuff like that. Perfect, perfect. So would you say digital marketing strategist or... Okay, that's what I was going to You asked me about the whole entrepreneur thing. So I was talking, so I was able to get like all this experience and all this like kind of structure on how to work with clients uh, in a corporate environment. Uh, with small and big agencies because I did both. Um, then after that, I basically started my own website. That was after Brands by Brothers because after that we shut it down. I was basically running the whole agency by myself versus, you know, my two other like partners kind of like went their own route. So I had to keep it moving. I was like, okay, well, I'm not Brands by Brothers anymore. I need to revamp myself. Like I'm, I'm a one-man army at the end of the day. Like it's only me. So I just rebranded myself. I finally started in October last year. I gave, my, I gave myself three months. I was just like, okay, by the top of the year, I have to be like, just my website needs to be up. People need to know what I'm doing. All those clients that I've been working with for like the past two, three, four years, it needs to be on my website. So I built my website uh, with one of my friends that I went to school with. Kind of helped me to, you know, build the whole structure of my website because I'm not doing a WordPress or, uh, you know, a regular like uh, a Squarespace. I'm using Adobe Views because, you know, I'm always trying to do something. I hear you, man. Adobe. That's <laughs> Adobe, man. Adobe. The cloud, the cloud space. Absolutely. <laughs> so you know how it goes. So, uh, yeah, after I launched my website, that's pretty much how everything like started clicking. Like, it's been like, what, nine months? And I would say, like, from what I was doing last year to what I'm doing right now, like, there's a big, like, transition. So for me, basically, whatever you do, make sure that you learn the structure of what it is. Try to go and get be an 
intern in a in a bigger like platform in a bigger like business, right? So once you go and you work with those professionals, even though they might not pay you, like you gain all the experience and you gain like you get the structure of you have your own clients. So how are you gonna do it yourself? So that's what was, was very important. But that that was the main key for me, like how I was able to kind of like leave my nine to five because I don't have a nine to five anymore. I'm working for myself. And uh, yeah, now I have my own clients, and we don't get you know to what I'm doing right now. Like yeah, transition. I, I know. We all see it. We all see it. And that's again, guys. You know, mm-hmm. you guys are listening to Justin Mob live on the Metroport Unleashed episode fifty. Um, you, we also were talking. I remember when I was up here last. We we were, I guess, we were up on near Bloor Street. Mm-hmm. We were we were, had our first engaging conversation, and, mm-hmm. you know. And I know for, from from instance, when you take a look at things, it starts from Twitter on a fan base, there, mm-hmm. you know, in the direct message, and it went over to Instagram to where we swapped over phone numbers. And you know, I had to come up here for some business training with my telecommunications job, and it was just. It was such a humbling experience to come meet you for the first time. Right. You know what I mean? To get to where we are now. So, mm-hmm. you know, and I really do appreciate having that happen and stuff like that. But um what 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 what's your what's your vision looking like right now? What is it you're doing right this second? Because we're about to get into I think the I don't wanna butcher this, the, the clear skin. Yeah, clear skin shorty. Clear skin shorty. Yeah. Uh, talk to me about that. Okay, so as far as what I'm doing right now, or my vision, I would say buy post low 2018 is the hashtag. If people ask me what is your short term goal, buy post low 2018 is the goal, meaning that I have to be, I will be buy post low in 2018. Meaning what does that mean? Buy post low meaning that you're on the East Coast, which is Toronto, this is my base on the East Coast, right? And I'm going to be also having like a base like in uh, on the West Coast, it could be Vegas, San Francisco, or LA. But I'm, I'm already like going back and forth. Uh, We're going to go hang out with LeVar Ball in the Messi. Oh, LeVar Ball. <laughs> Triple B's. Triple B's. I'll be wearing the LeVar Ball jersey. There you go. There you go. There you go. Nonzo Ball. Yes, Nonzo Ball. Ball. Yes, yes. Um, so you're going to be bi-coastal. Bi-coastal 2018, that's my goal. So uh, people add, probably know, don't know what I'm doing right now. So I'm going to let you guys know. Uh, I'm working with, uh, I have my own clients, uh, like I said, like as far as that comes to me for digital marketing. Uh, the more high profile clients that I'm working with right now, which is like my focus, would be Dr. Vegas, which is the number one board certified uh, plastic surgeon in Vegas. Respect, respect. And uh, we have also a Dr. Van, which is uh, another board certified plastic surgeon in San Francisco, uh, who owns, uh, the name of his company is 77 Plastic Surgery. Oh yeah, I follow them all on Instagram, so you guys need to listen to those names again. Can mm-hmm. you give those names one more time? Absolutely. Doc Vegas, which is Doc Vegas on Instagram, D-O-C Vegas, and uh, Doc Fan, which is Dr. 415 on Instagram, uh, both located in uh, Las Vegas and San Francisco. That's what's up. That's what's up. So how did you get that connection? It Was that something that you yourself or was that because you were that's that same um the same business now that we're talking about is what you do with with cal right mm-hmm, okay so how did you guys seek that like was it something that you guys just went out and you did a business proposal for them or did they come find you or was it just uh, kind no, of at, at that point uh we didn't have no clouds like that we had no experience we had no contacts with no surgeons so shit okay uh, you gotta hustle and you gotta finesse in this world that means that anything, anything is possible and 
uh, how we started, like I said, when we were moving away from slow-mo covers was probably last year around Christmas. I did a Christmas activation for slow-mo covers as well with my, my homegirls from Strawberry, so we did like a little photo shoot. So that's, that that's the strawberry. Yes. The, the, the strawberry. Yeah, I'll, I'll give them a shout out right now. Shout out to all the, the strawberry girls because like they help me. Like these are people that have business that actually like believe in what I do. That's what's up. I get those opportunities to other like business owners, which is very important. So shout out to Persia and Puna. Um, so uh, that's the last so around Christmas, Cal was already okay, like we need to get more money. At that point, uh the cup was already into like Dre's hands, Stone Cup's already in birds, man. So surprised he's not sitting here with us. <laughs> All these guys future, like we gave like so many cups, right? And we're just like, okay, well, if those people went to do business It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over forty and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts, offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Gotta go through their agent, the manager, those people don't reach an email, they be on tour, they be high off lean and doing all this, <laughs> whatever other, whatever else they're using. You know, it's, it's, like, like, like it's hard, especially like if you're not like hands on and seeing them every day. Like, bro, like the email thing, like it can, it can only take you so far, right? So, um, yeah, after that, we're just like, okay, well, we already like did all these things for Slow Cup. At one point, we're actually planning on moving to Atlanta. But we're just like, damn, is it really like the right move? It'll be pretty good. Like, I'm sure, I'm pretty sure that would have been like a very good move because I'm pretty sure we would have been able to have those slow-mo cups and magic speed. And initially, that's what we're trying to do. We move to Atlanta and have all of our cups, like in all the different like strip clubs in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, okay. That would have been a thing, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, we're, Kyle was trying to stay on the West Coast. I was not sure about moving to Atlanta either. Yeah. So we're just like, okay, we start thinking. And he asked me like, what do you do? I was like, well, I, at that point I was doing, uh, I had a client that was a real estate agent. So I was doing like this uh, website and creating this content for his blog and uh, his Instagram as well. So we're just like, okay, well, uh, maybe I should look for a real estate agent in California. We're just like, okay. Then after that, I realized that you need a niche market in the real estate game as well. If you don't have like an introduction or someone already in, it's going to be harder. And you know, the, the real estate in California and San Francisco, it's probably different than what we have here in Toronto, right? Um, so we basically, I came to the conclusion, I came up with the idea, which is, okay, well, you're in California, what about the plastic surgeons? You know, there's a lot of plastic surgeons. That's a big business to get into. That's, that, that's a big business. Yeah, we're just like, yeah, you're right. So what Cal did, uh, he did, he listed a, 
plastic surgeon all across the state, but from California to Nevada to Florida, which is Miami, there's a lot of plastic surgeons out there as well. Uh, so we listed, we had about like a like a database of 150 plastic surgeons with Christ. website, phone numbers. I mean, you gotta hustle. Like, yes. If you're really yes. about to go in the, in the game like that, where you have like no connects, you have to go out there and hustle and do your research and find out how you're gonna approach those people. So you gotta have like a huge database. So 150 plastic surgeons, that's how we started. We start sending proposal by email, email, email. And the thing that actually kind of uh, helped us is that Cal uh, and Slomo Cup were featured in Forbes magazine. Mm. It's hard. Okay. okay. So how hard is it for a young entrepreneur to get in Forbes magazine? So you gotta be doing something right. Correct, one hundred percent. And for people that don't know what Forbes magazine is, I'm, I, I've, I've heard it. I want you to tell people what's Forbes magazine there. Uh, Forbes magazine is, is like an entrepreneur magazine where yeah. they're talking about most of how people make money. So they're mostly focused on entrepreneurs and like business. Exactly, mm -hmm. bigger business. I think that's what what Diddy and Fifty were on also too yeah. at some point in time. Right? Uh, okay, okay. I mean a different list. Different list, yeah. yeah. Different list. That's like head on to this. Also, but, but to get feature, it's all because I personally don't know anyone of the account who's featured in Forbes, right? One hundred percent. Seems like I'm talking to a guy that's featured in the city, man. I already told you what that OVO deal is, man. And he's laughing. I know you're gonna be signed to oh, soon, man. man. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm gonna try to get in that way. Uh, but yeah, after after that, we basically were able to uh, uh, to finesse, and he was able to reach out to Doctor Doctor Fan, which is at one point Cal was living in San Francisco. So he went to Doctor Fan's office like several times, which was several. No, we don't need you. Why are you trying to meet him? So he was able to kind of finesse his way in and have a conversation with Doctor Fan and be like, okay, well, I'm gonna give you guys a chance. Let's let's start next week. Mm -hmm. Come and do a photo shoot, and we're gonna see how how it's gonna go. Because for us, it was basically okay. We see all those plastic surgeons, and it's all about the aesthetic because it's plastic surgery, like beauty, cosmetic beauty, like that's something that you need to see. So if your Instagram page doesn't reflect your services, it doesn't have the, it doesn't have a clean aesthetic. Like how someone who needs like any type of like surgery is gonna come to you because when they look at your Instagram, they don't see the aesthetic. They want to see what. They want to see something that's going to reflect their personality as well, especially if you're plastic surgery. It's a big deal, right? It is, it is. It is, it is. I, I saw it briefly, um, I think it was one of Cal's friends. I don't know that, I think it's like, his name is DJ? He did Forge. Forge. Forge did something with his, what was this, with his cheekbones? Or like he tilted his... Yeah, uh, we'll talk about that. Uh, <laughs>
saying like in California, it's a totally different ballgame because like over here, like you won't see girls at nineteen going to the plastic store. No, like, ain't, ain't no such thing. Man, they're inspired by like Kylie Jenner and stuff, so they just go to that and they don't do that. Right away, yeah. they don't ask no question. As soon as they turn nineteen, they go to the plastic. They get flipped orders. That's why you see all these girls on Instagram. They kind of all look the same. Yeah, that's what it is. They that's what it is. It's so so it's a thing. So it was a good opportunity. And it was a good niche for us because we see that there's all this clientele that people that are also young, so we can make it look cool for those plastic surgeons that don't really exactly. know how to look cool. Like and, and dealing with that business, you can basically, people see what you've done for that business and they believe in the trusting brand of what you did for the plastic surgeons Absolutely. where they see you and they can be like, hey, like, listen, I could have something that's up and coming. So it all kind of works for itself and all that good stuff too. Right? Mm-hmm. That's good though, man, that's good. Um, are you, you planning on doing any plastic surgery to yourself? No, 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 for myself. So let, now we're going to move into the clean care shorty segment. Right? Here we go. Clean <laughs> care shorty has been activated, ladies and gentlemen. It has been activated. So uh, as I start working uh, with more uh, plastic surgery, so obviously, like, if you guys don't know, like, I'm talking about Cal, but, like, I'll be going back and forth a lot between, like, Toronto, Vegas, Toronto, uh, San Francisco, because I have to go out there and work with those plastic Making surgery. a name for yourself. Absolutely. Uh, creating the strategy. Cal is mostly like on the camera, uh, you know, uh, more hands-on. I do those meetings with the surgeons. I be behind the scenes editing videos, sending strategy, you know, sending reports at the end of uh, each quarter just to see the progress. And uh, we come up with different like type of content, uh, content ideas and activation. Like we did an activation with one plastic surgeon. It was basically two makeup artists coming into the uh, doctor's uh, office and they had a contest which is basically they were flying out three girls each makeup artist were flying out three girls to come and get their makeup done by these wow. girls okay but they had a huge following we were talking about makeup artists with like over like uh, 90,000 followers on instagram and the other one had maybe like 150,000 so once they do these contests and fly these girls out uh, to come to uh, 77 plastic surgeons in san francisco we're able to film that and document the whole experience which is something that makes it cool as a plastic surgeon then after that people go on your own facebook and on instagram they see the cool stuff that you did it's not only like before after pictures that you know most of those plastics so you need to get interactive with it like now the future the future is now on instagram if you still think that instagram is something you know useless that you don't really need but some uh, if you're a business owner and you don't have the juice on the brand the sauce and you, you you need to get on it and that's why that's why we're here because like we're young and we're having all those ideas those people have the money they're a little bit older and they don't really understand how it could impact the business of having like a clean aesthetic on instagram so that's how we come in the picture and we're just, okay now we gotta have to okay okay um so clear so what's the defining moment for the, the clear skin, um, clear skin shoddy. Since I have no plans in uh, getting any type of plastic surgery anytime soon, so I'm just like, okay, how can I uh, put my personal brand with my clients that I'm trying to uh, help with and trying to merge both together, which is beauty and health. Uh, so I'm just like, okay, well, I should uh, actually start taking care of my skin. So I should actually start, uh, you know, skincare routine, daytime skincare so I kind of started with that and I was able to uh, get in contact with someone from Kills, which is uh, shout out to Kills, Edmonton and Young, you guys make sure that you go to Kills, Edmonton and Young and you say that Justin Mobb sent you, they're going to be able to give you like a free consultation about your skin to see if your skin, about if your skin is dry, if your skin is dehydrated, if you have like oily skin. So I can, I, 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 I got to get it, man. I, I hear you. I hear you. It's good though. It's good. Absolutely. So I was able to get in touch with 
with someone who's working for Kills, and uh, she basically was interested in what I'm doing. I told her that I was working with Taxi Search on the West Coast, uh, and I'm looking to kind of like put my personal brand in that sphere of like beauty and health. And for me, I think skin skincare is, is really like a thing that I want to get that I want to get into. I want to see the progress. I want to see how it works. Uh, and if you look good, you feel good. So for me, that's 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 pretty much how I feel. And now I'm a brand ambassador for. Uh, kills for at the location that's young and everything. So uh, yeah, that, that's, that's so you have an ambassador tag on your on your profile. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, okay. that's the first time. Okay. The first time. So are you thinking about using that brand ambassador and then putting it into the the buy the buy? Uh, what was the name of this that you have coming up? The buys the buy postal. Buy coastal. Buy coastal. Yes. Buy coastal tweet. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'll be doing some. I'll be creating like a lot of content for a skincare show. You like only announce it. You saw the little video that I did. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. So um, that was like the introduction. I have a lot more content I'm going to be creating like within the next few weeks, for, uh, right before I leave for Vegas. And one I'm going to be like uh, on the West Coast for probably like the next month or so. So I'll be creating a lot of like skincare, like uh, routine content just to give like advice to other guys. It's important for guys as well to take care of your skin. Like it's not a it's not a girl thing anymore, right? So there's nothing to be ashamed of. And I just feel like, okay, well, it's a lane that I can, that I can take. And I feel like I'm, I'll be the only one as of right now who's doing it like and you know if I look on Instagram I saw like what the other guys were doing I was like okay well that can't be me so okay. I, always, okay. I always like to do things different yes so. yes so is there anybody that you want that you're looking to do building a business with if there's one person that you could choose to build a business with I know I'm putting you on the spot we're mm-hmm. live here um, what would you say is what would you as humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You say you want to, who would you want to work with and why? Who would I like to work with and why? Um, I would love, like, working with plastic surgeons is definitely interesting. I would love to work with a, uh, I kind of already did fashion because FOMO coverage was kind of a lifestyle, get to work with artists. But to be honest, like, I'm so over, like, the music industry. I know, like, from the outside looking at people, they like, it's, like, it's really cool. But I've been behind the scenes. I know how it works. Like, I've been, just, like, I was a Yeah, we did. We talked about that. We talked about that it's, a little bit. It's, it's, it's not as easy as it looks. And it's not like, uh, if you don't have your personal brand set up, then you're gonna have to rely on an outlet to basically put you on, and that's not really something that uh, I mean, that's not something that I'm against. But for me personally, like it couldn't fit because I just need my name to be on everything. I feel I need to take ownership of the content that I produce. I can't just be relying on an outlet. Uh, I would like to work with GQ. Okay. I would like to work with GQ. Okay. I think that that'll be, that'll be interesting. Okay. Like, uh, so so maybe we can see you and Cal being featured in a. You know, 2018, some point. Absolutely. GQ magazine. Uh, 
I don't want to spill anything, but soon enough you guys should see us in a magazine. I don't want to spill it. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't want to say anything else. But you guys, you guys wait and see. <laughs> so that means I'm coming back here to the city, to the six, to you'll, Toronto. You'll be aware. And, I'm, and I'm getting that autograph. Then. I, I, I mean, we might. We might. I don't have to put it in the frame. If, if you're announcing it like this, I won't push it too hard, though. In the near future, you might see us uh, featured in one magazine. But for now, we're just, we're, we're just working. Good for y'all, man. Good for y'all. So you said that you worked in the music industry. Mm-hmm. Tell me about that. I know we touched on it when I came up here in the wintertime. We had that conversation. And what did that look like to you? What was the pros that you saw? And what was the cons that you seen also in the music industry? Um, the pros definitely like the behind the scenes. Like it's like it's it's interesting when you get closer to these like uh, rappers and to those singers to see how they move with their entourage and stuff like that. You get to see it like up close and personal. And you gotta hold your composer, like you gotta, cause you you gotta keep your composer. Sorry, like you can't like be out there acting like a loopy and just trying to. You gotta play your position. If you're a photographer, take your pictures and keep it moving. Don't try to, to be all up in their space, like cause they don't like that, right? So uh, it's very interesting when you get closer. I always used to be in the photographer pit, so when in front in, at, the, at the concerts, uh, you get like you be front row, you be watching like how it goes, you be behind the scenes, you're able to see like the, the set list, what songs are gonna play first and stuff like. So these are like kind of all behind the scenes that the regular public don't have access to. So um, it, it, that's what I like about it, like the behind the scenes and just to know what's going on before the concert and different things like that. Uh, I was a blogger as well, so just like to have people sending me tracks in advance and be like, okay, make sure you listen to that, we're going to premiere this. That was interesting. Uh, and as far as interview-wise, we did a lot of interviews with Montreality. Uh, I was always behind the scenes. I was never shooting. At that, at that point, that was my learning experience. Like um, That was me like just getting my feet wet in the game and just trying to learn how it works. So I, I was very observant and see like how, how it actually works if you want to work with artists, how to reach out to them. And um, yeah, that's the, that was definitely the pros. And as far as like cons of the, me, the music industry is that you don't get paid, uh, you never get paid. I don't care, like all these bloggers, like unless, you know, people pay you to get featured on the exactly. website, which exactly. is payola, which is not really something that you're supposed to do as a blogger. Mm-hmm. Uh, you like you don't get paid. You only get some clouds. You get to be invited to these cool parties, but you never really like get paid, or you, you just do it for your passion. If you have a passion, and music is your passion, you can do it. But other than that, uh, for me, for me, I, I just didn't like it. just too much to deal with. You gotta deal with the groupies, the girls, people who yeah, try to yeah, yeah. Um, if you had to say one thing, who have you met any of these like hip hop guys? You've ever had a chance to have a conversation with them, um, get any influences from them? Like, say, for instance, if they ever put you on, kind of telling you what you should be, you know, what to look out for as far as growing your business and growing the avenue and the lane that you're in and stuff like that. Um, no, never, ne- never to that extent. Never I to mean, that a lot, a lot of handshakes, definitely a lot of handshakes, but never got. Can you address a couple? Uh, Couple of handshakes with Juicy J, yeah, yeah. Uh, Wiz Khalifa, yeah, yeah, uh, Joey Badass, Chevy Woods, uh, who else did we met? Miguel, no, oh, okay. Miguel was cool, um, and yeah, a few others. Would you say in a lot of these, or from what you've seen when you were doing um, working with it's Montreality, mm-hmm. yeah, when you're working with them, have you seen like where a lot of these artists may potentially snub people, like they think they're bigger than they are, like their heads? So far in the cloud, yeah, that, yeah they just kind of just neglect who's around. I mean, that's 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 their ego. Yeah. Those people are just that's that's why all those rappers they kind of you kind of have an ego like to like to be a rapper, right? So uh, in my opinion, so some people that's why I always 
kept my distance. I was just like, I don't want to, you know, reach out for, for a handshake and have that person leave me hanging. That's that, that's not a good look, right? So, um, yeah, definitely a lot. So some artists definitely have egos, and you can approach them like a, the wrong way, otherwise you're just gonna look stupid and be like, I, I'm not about to get embarrassed in public. No, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. No way. <laughs> no way. Exactly. Exactly. Um, you said something about a rap battle too. You read some rap battles, and um, one of my favorite people that I can like talk about all the time is there. Oh. Um, what was it? Back when I was up here, we we were talking about. It was in the winter time. It was like a was it King of the Dot? King of the Dot. It was King of the Dot. Oh. A certain special person was there. Can you talk about that experience real quick? Uh, King of the Dot. That's when uh, I think talk, you're talking Drake. About, you were talking about Drake. Oh, yeah. Okay. Drake second. <laughs> yeah, Drake was there. It was close to coming with the fire right now. Uh, <laughs> I actually, actually kind of saw. I saw him. Uh, I think we were waiting in the lobby. It was at the Hilton. It was the the press conference before King of the Dot. So all the battle rappers were there. So they were basically presenting like who's gonna be the highlight of the weekend and whatnot. How was how was the the weekend's gonna go? Um, yeah, it was interesting. It was interesting because Drake was in the building. We kind of you know I never been in a in a closed room with Drake, so it was like kind of interesting because all like most of the media people, like a few battle rappers. So it was it was it was definitely interesting uh, to be in. And after that, as soon as we got out the like the hotel lobby after that that room where the meeting was happening, uh, it was every. It was packed. It was packed. It was packed. A lot of fans. And I, we just got out. People were just like, hey. People were screaming like, hey, hey. I was just like, oh, I felt popular. And when I was screaming for me, they were waiting for Drake when he yeah. went to the back door, yeah. right? It kind of feel good. <laughs> kind of feel good. Yeah, I kind of got the, the, the experience of what he did, uh, to know what, what it's like when he's in a room and people are aware that he's there. So how did that energy feel? Um, if you can recall, it's kind of kind of overwhelming. Really? Yeah, yeah. kind of overwhelming. Okay. Because okay. there's a lot of people, people knocking out the door, people knocking knocking out the windows, people trying to look around. Like yeah, this, yeah, this. yeah. They go uh, starstruck. Um, mm-hmm. You you recently did a OVO this year. Yeah, you? OVO fest. It was, yes. it was amazing. It was amazing. I didn't have no media fast, but just to be there at OVO fest, like it's always a it's always a movie. Like I've been to OVO fest. Uh, that, I think this one was my fourth one. Fourth one. Yeah, yeah I was here. Uh, what not? Was it last? Not last year. The year before last. Yeah, I was. I was, I was not there last year. I was like the, the year before that. I think it was Drake and Future. Uh, I was there the year before when the back to back drop. Yes, yes. That energy was. was no, it was a movie. It was a movie. That energy was crazy. Let me just say this. This is one. <laughs> That's probably one of my best like experience. Like this. You know, like in the States, they always have this thing when there's like, a, a, if Rick Ross is beefing with 50 or it's like 50 is beefing with Ja Rule, like in the city, you can feel there's some type of tension, right? Yes. When Drake dropped like a, a back-to-back, there was, I think it was like two days, like a few days right before Caravan Weekend, the city was on fire, boy. I went to like a few events. I went to Soul House. I remember it was on a Thursday at Soul House. When they dropped back, to, they dropped back to back at least 20 times. Yeah. It was a movie. Yeah. I've never seen it. Even at the parade on Saturday, they played back to back. And now the, the energy in the city, I've never witnessed anything like that. For me, like coming from Montreal, there's no, there's nothing I can compare to that, right? So it was it definitely was a That's the thing with that concert, too. Like, I remember that's when he had the, the iPhone and the whole charged up situation mm-hmm. was going up and right. climbing up. And then the man comes out back to back and the memes on the screen. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. So about this year's uh, OVO Fest, um, you know, we're getting to the segment now where I think me and Justin are going to have a little bit of a okay, thing okay, okay. On, the, on, the, on this podcast okay. episode 50 live from Toronto um, Tory Lanez mm. Tory Lanez Young Brother <laughs> why 
think he's that good? Because to me, I don't think he's that good. No, you, you can't say that. I'm going to say that. He's he's okay. He's okay. It's, it's Tory Lanez is now, I think, the new version of Meek Mills, if you get what I mean. Kind of when you look at the energy and the tracks and stuff like that. Yeah. We see Drake Brown on stage and all this when they had that quote-unquote beef. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we had a couple words on the, uh, the Instagram DMs. Mm-hmm. We're here. We're, we're, we're face-to-face. Let's, let's, no, no, no. let's go. Me, personally, I just feel like uh, I started listening to Torrey's by mistake. It was not even, like, it was in 2013. I think I was still in school. It was probably 2013. Uh, and at that point, I was more in tune with what's going on in Texas. Like, I was just I was listening to radio from Houston radio in San Antonio, and I was just like, he had a song with Kurt Cobangs, and at that point, it was number one in San Antonio. And I was just like, Tori Lanez featuring Kurt Cobangs, the first song in San Antonio. I was just like, who the hell is this guy? I, I go on that bill, type in Tori Lanez, I see that he has a new mixtape, hosted by DJ Drama. I think it was like four, four months, six months, on my soul, if okay. I'm not mistaken. Okay. I listened to the tape, I'm just like, yo, this guy's amazing. So I basically from now on I was just like I just became a fan after I started listening to that tape for, which was like a very good tape. He was using a lot of sample just like he's using right just like the same thing that he's doing right now. People are mad over why he doesn't have an original track, he's using all those samples. That's what he does. That's what he's been doing for a minute. Now let's cut straight to the chase, because you said he's a better artist than Drake. Oh, check this out. Go. Person personally I'll say and I I I can't say it on you know on record. So Orleans is a better artist, like as a whole. I'm, talk, I'm, I'm talking as far as making music, okay? What? Music, yeah, I'm talking. It's kill, it's kill set. Uh, that's that's how I see. My phone's behind me, and I can't reach for it right now. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Check this out. So I say, because as far as like rapping, I just feel like the drink is probably a. This delivery is probably better than Tory Lanez right now. I can hear what you're saying there. Yeah, because if you look at it, okay, kind of the inter inter interject here. Look at what he's done with with Popcom, right? Not too many people know yep. know Popcom. When Popcom mm-hmm. first came out, um, what now? Was it like three, four, what five years? He wasn't the same person that he is now. Mm-hmm. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Someone that Drake is starting to tell, like, showed him how to make more complete songs because his songs sound 
very different. Mm -hmm. That's why I get what you mean by delivery. Mm -hmm. Go back to what you're saying. Um, so he definitely has, uh, for me, he has a better delivery, uh, but Tori has different flows. Uh, Tori already rolled some hits from uh, for Travis Scott, so even the Travis Scott flow, for me, I just feel like, from right now, like I'm not even in a position to say that Travis Scott is better than Tori Lanez. Like, that's how I personally feel, like, even though, like, like Travis Scott is, like, he's, He's, he's bigger than Tory Lanez at the moment. Yeah, yeah. I'm not able to say that I take Travis Scott over Tory Lanez. Like for me, that's just not something that I can do. Because for me, Tory, like I listen, I've been listening to his music, and for to get where he's at now, I'm just like, yo, he hasn't dropped an album with features yet. This his previous days were only like those strictly Tory Lanez. This album, he's gonna have features on it. So, do you think that'd be a good? That's a good thing for Tory Lanez right now. At this point, yes. Okay. He already proved himself. He already proved that he can do hits on his own, and he's been featured on, on, a, on a few other tracks, but he never did, like, you know, real features, like, on the album. He did a few features on his mixtape, but this one is going to be very interesting, and I, I always say, like, he's one hit away to be, like, that, in that, you know, upper class, like, upper echelon MC, so we're, like, Travis Scott, Migos, uh, probably not a future, I would say Travis Scott, Migos, uh, yeah, basically around that range, right? I think we can put Tori Lanez like on the same level. Okay, then. okay. Well, we'll have to wait to see when it yeah, is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, because I, I it, it sounds crazy because I know a couple of my a couple of my friends that I network with. You know, they're all about Tory Lanez and stuff like that. And I've mm -hmm. said to myself is that maybe we see. Um, I'd love to see a Tory Lanez Drake collaboration just to see what that could sound like, right? It, it, the thing is, I, I, don't, I don't even think I'm ready for it because it's like, Tory doesn't, Tory could come up with that energy, but then it's like, how's Drake gonna strategically place himself, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Is it gonna be like an R&B kind of club banger, or is it gonna be like an actual straight hip-hop hype track mm -hmm. for the summer, right? Because um, you're from the city, so you yeah. know that the city, like, yeah, absolutely. you know, if they were to get that, they could get something, uh -huh. something crazy. I, I think that would be great for the city if they were able to do something like that. I, I definitely think that would be, that would sound great. I'm sure it would be a hit. Uh, but Tori is like a little, I wouldn't say more competitive, but I know he's a very competitive person. So I think like he's probably he might have the edge on Drake. Like I'm pretty sure that Drake doesn't want to do a record with Tori because like Tori might actually buy him on the record. Well, are you gonna really say this to me, right? I'm saying I'm, I'm being honest. And, and Drake is my favorite artist. Fair, fair. Drake is my favorite artist. Okay. I mean, as far as like you know, as a whole, right now Drake is my is my favorite artist. But if we put him and Tori on the record. <laughs> that boy is coming for his neck. That boy is definitely coming. And if you watch like, any type of like Tory interviews, you know how he feel about himself. Like he's pretty confident. I, I hate to sound like a stand, but I was just like, you know, that's no, that's no, but he's confident. Though. He's definitely he's confident. I like that. I feel that Drake right now, like when we look at like the whole more life rollout and stuff like that, mm -hmm. a lot of the songs haven't really got the play that they needed to. It's kind of like they're just using Drake's name. Apple, Apple, Apple Music is using Drake's name and letting it just circulate. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? There's there's no videos, there's no, you know, no, not really, there wasn't really a big press release, you know? I think, mm -hmm. I think it got crippled with a lot of the... Um, but he doesn't need that. He doesn't, he doesn't. I know it's because he's building off his name. Mm -hmm. But I'd love to see a video for Passion Fruit, Medieva Ridden, Blam being yeah, one of my favorite tracks and stuff like that because, you know, Drake's kind of got his own little dance all set, mm -hmm. you know, and all that good stuff.
that. So more visual content from Drake, I think, would be appreciated for the yeah. fans and just like for him to. I, I told you, man. Like you need to like. I already know you got like the intel, you know, right across from me that you can just be, you know, part of Mobile and you can release <laughs> that content for them. I don't understand why you just don't do it, right? Oh, no, Tell them to release the content for them. Alright. You can follow me on Justin Mob on Instagram if you want to know more about me. Yeah, look at it. The self-promo. I don't even have to give him the promo. He's got the pro for the he's got the promo. Um who's your role model? Um damn, who's my role model? Um uh who's my fault for putting you on the spot. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's no, it's all good. When I think about my role model, I like my dad works ethic is definitely something that I'm aspiring to because my my dad is a very like hard worker. So that's uh probably as far as work, my dad is definitely my inspiration. Uh as far as like lifestyle and just to see uh how people careers progress. Me, my, I like to call my spirit animal. My spirit animal is Fabulous. Okay. You see how Fabulous came in the game in 2001, 2017, even though he might not be the hottest, but he's still relevant. And when he gets in the room, you're gonna know that Fab is there. Yes. Like that's like that's how that's how I want to be. I want to be like okay, like in 2017 right now. In 2020, in 2037, and I want to be able to be like, okay, yeah, well, like Justin, I've been doing this for a long time. You know, as soon as I walk in the building, people are gonna be able to say like, yeah, like, like. Yeah, I remember you telling me that. I remember when we had that conversation. Yeah, winter time. Yeah. You say that when you go places, you kind of like to just be by yourself, kind of type of thing. Yeah, because. When people see you, they're like, hey, that's that guy, that's Justin Mon. Mm-hmm. That's that's who's out here. You know, he's the he's a digital marketing strategist yeah. for slow mo slow mo cups. Absolutely. You know, it's a clear skin shoddy. When people yeah. ask about Silverman the slow mo cup, I just be like, nah, I give you an update right away because it's never good when you're doing something, you stop and you have nothing else to follow up with. Uh-huh. People people know me from Brands Our Brothers, they'd be like, Oh, why are you still doing Brands Our I'm able to give you the whole rundown and just be like, yo, this is what I've been doing, this is what I'm doing right now. And I never want to stop. When I'm going to be done with this plastic surgery stuff, I want to keep that track. If I'm ever going to be done, because I don't know, like, I just, I just, I'm just getting started. So I always want to be, uh, you know, relevant. I always want to, you know, be by myself is always, uh, for me, it's important because I don't want to be attached to anything else other than my own personal brand. That's how I've been working hard to build. I presume the tagline, wings open doors, clear skin show you. Like, I want to I want to be myself. And I want people to recognize me for We got to get that on some apparel, man, that ways open doors. Oh, door. absolutely. Oh, man. You know what I mean? We got to get that on oh, man. man. <laughs> I love to see it, man. I love the energy, man. I love all that you do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Toronto, let's go back here. So, we're in Toronto here. You're in Toronto here. Um, you go over to the West Coast, San Francisco, California. Mm-hmm. I want you to explain what's the difference of the type of energy and the type of love that you get between both atmospheres. Like you got a Toronto market where it's big. It's 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 basically just a small version of New York City, right? right. Um, and then you got the West Coast, which you know you got California, you got San Francisco. Those are bigger cities than than Toronto, mm-hmm. right? So. Explain, explain to the listeners here, like, what's that love look like, and what have you, what have you faced, uh, especially just like the love in the city and stuff like that. Because I said to you, like, I remember when I was up here um, for for Crown League, you know, and I, I, I texted you, I said, yo, I heard this, I heard your name in the gym, you know, this guy was like, yo, Justin Mob, I'm like, yo, are you really out here like this, like, and you know, you kind of blew it up and like, yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> It's me, you know. So right. no, I want you to speak about that though. Um, I don't feel like I have that cloud. Like you know, there's people that are doing stuff in the city where you really know, okay, well that person is doing this. Me, like I'm a single individual, so it's like it's either you know me or you don't. But 
lot of like clicks. Like the city is very clickish, like in my opinion, because like you know, I've been moving around, I've been going to all those different, you know, networking events, parties and you know, daytime party and when I see that okay, that person is gonna be there, I'm like, okay, well, let me go. I don't need to be with someone, I'm just gonna go by myself with my slow mo cup. You know, I go to the club with my slow mo cup and I just be like, okay, well, I blend in a mix and the thing is that every any type of event where I'm without going, like people are gonna recognize me. So I don't have to go with, you know, with, with an entourage or whatnot. Like, as soon as I get in the building, I'm probably going to find someone that I, that I know we're going to be able to have a discussion. And, you know, that's, that's, that's pretty much how I work. But uh, me trying to, you know, talk with people from different clicks, I noticed that it's not very open for you if you're an outsider, even though you might be doing something cool, even though you might be doing something that's different. For those people to kind of be like, okay, well, you're doing this, I'm doing this, let's team up. It kind of have to match as well. Maybe my vibe is a little different. Like I said, like I'm not coming from this city, so maybe they can feel that, mm, like this guy is not coming from here, like he's cool and all that. I know who he is, but it's not really like, I don't really want to attach myself to like this. That's pretty much how I felt like coming in the city, right? So that's how I start moving around like by myself. Because uh, I never want to be excluded. I never want to be a guy who's going to be out there begging for people to support. That's why, like, I really appreciate you having me on the podcast. Yes, 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 yes. I, I would have loved to be on, like, other, like, on other podcasts, right? Yeah. But I'm not the type of person that would beg for attention to be like, if you don't reach out to me and if it's not genuine, then it's, it's probably not. No, but it's always been genuine for me, with me. From yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, as far as, like, the city goes, I said, like, a lot of people know me personally, but people, I haven't did any type of collaborative effort with people like in this city. Uh, I'm working, for me it's different, I'm a digital marketing strategist, so like I'm working with a lot of like small business, small and large business. Uh, so I, like I love working with different type of business owners in the city, that's how I was able to kind of like, I can't say that the city never showed me love, but like all the business owners that I've been working with so far, they've kind of been like respectful and they know what I do and they respect my work as well. So uh, business owners, yeah, but as far as like the, the you know, the entertainment community, like the art community and stuff like that, it's pretty much like high and by. We see each other, we respect what we do, like I respect what the other people do, they respect what I do, and that's and we, and we, and we leave it at that. Versus uh, on the West Coast, which is pretty, uh, Cal is out there, which is my partner, um, it's kind of easier for me to go out there and uh, meet different people because I already got the, you know, the plug. I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, as yeah, soon yeah. as Cal introduced me, I'm good. Like those people are Cal's such a wild dude, man. Shout out to Cal Caliente. Shout out to Cal But uh, yeah, this guy's basically been my, you know, my way that opened up another door on the West Coast. So he knows a lot of people uh, have influence uh, that are like, you know, living in LA and that have like real power connects basically people are able to make these moves he's in a relationship with so as soon as he introduced me to those people then it's easier for me to just like mingle and you know go from one connect talk to someone else and you know after that we go back and forth with emails but for me uh it's basically been uh, very crucial uh me going on the sorry because as soon as i come back to the city it's a different type of love exactly people won't if i was doing the same thing in the city right now people would be like okay boys doing this the fact that i'm doing on the west coast and it's with plastic surgeon which is not your average buddy that you're going to meet on the it's street not. <laughs> it's not a it's high profile clientele you, you won't just walk to a plastic surgeon and be like yo let's build you're not going to build anything and 
There's so many people that already offer like the type of service that we're doing to those plastic surgeons. Of course, because they're high profile, like I said, they're board certified. Uh, but we kind of had the finesse, and they kind of believe in our vision as two young black men. That's that's important to know, like to manage. Hundred percent. Yes, exactly. And one is covered in tattoos. Facts. So for us to be able to make these moves, that's how. Like I don't. I, I won't wait for someone to acknowledge what I do. Well, I know it's not easy, bro. It's not. We know it's not easy for us, man. We know. You know what I mean? Like you look at especially the way the world is right now. You know, one of my. I say it on the podcast all the time. Look at look at look at Colin Kaepernick. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. my quarterback. You know what I mean? You see what he's standing up for and believing. The man can't even get a job in the NFL mm-hmm. because of the same thing he tried to protest for. There and look go. at all the people that protest with him. You know, they've kind of got backlash, Michael Bennett and stuff like that too. Mm-hmm. So and that's that's one thing a lot of people don't understand. And you know, I know some folks may listen and be like, oh well, there they go again. They're mm-hmm. just looking for clickbaits and buy rates. It's not that, it's facts. Mm-hmm. It's the facts that's going on and stuff like that. And that's why I look and I, you know, I'm from a, a small little city, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Coming up here for, for two and a half um what, two and a half hours of a, of a ride or an hour and a half, whatever you want to call it, depending on the traffic. Mm-hmm. But to come up here and network with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's still keeping communication. It's something that's mm-hmm. organic and it's rich, you know? Um, what you got, uh, <laughs> you, you're, you're heading over to, uh, to Vegas, um, in a couple of days. Yeah, a couple of days. I saw, I saw the first Vegas trip. <laughs> <laughs> listen, guys, listen, okay, well, honest, let me officially do this wrong. Justin, tell the people where they can follow you, where they can get in contact with you. Get in contact with me, Justin Mob on Instagram. Like I said, it's Justin Mob on every single platform. Uh, you know, it's easy. I make it easy for the people, right? So it's Justin Mob on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. The website is justinmob.com. The email is contact at justinmob.com. So everything, is, my name is on it. Your name is on it. My name is on it. Laminated and approved. Um, can I just give a little tip? Yeah, 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 do that. Please, 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 please. Because I know it's not easy. Like, I know a lot of people that want to get started, they don't know how to approach those business owners. Like, or even if you want to collaborate with a brand, like, it might not be easy. Some people are trying to shoot, like, commercials for Nike. Some people are trying to do some stuff for Gap. Some people are trying to work with Air Canada. It's always good. Even if those people don't, uh, don't pay you for the project that you're going to build, at least do some type of proposal. It's very important that, okay, if you want to do a campaign, forget it, right? Write it down on a piece of paper, facts, and you do a whole project, a presentation, just like a PowerPoint presentation, and just put in your head that, okay, I'm going to go meet those people and I'm going to present that project. You never know where it might take you. Those people might actually hire. Like, I know a few photographers that were able to get hired. I know one photographer who did a campaign for Ikea, and he was, no, it was for Leon, sorry. And he was able to get, like, an $8,000 gig just based on, like, the ideas that he had. These are Canadian companies, people. Leon's. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so it's the same thing in Ikea, basically, like the Canadian Ikea. Uh, so he was able to get, like, an $8,000 gig for, like, uh, I think it was a three-month contract. He was shooting uh, anything that was related to Leon's. Just, and he had an idea. I was just like, okay, what you need to do is just, like, put it on a PowerPoint and act like he was about to go in the boardroom with those people and present it. And he sent an email, and at one point, he was able to get in that room with those people. He presented his project, and he was able to get, like, a very official gig and get some money out of it. So it's very important for you if you, like, uh, have an idea, make sure that you put in your mind that you're going to go in the boardroom with those people, and you're going to have 
have to present your idea. And we're talking about like corporate people, so it has to be like kind of look professional. But for me, like how I'm able to sell my service, I think it's probably like 70% in the proposal and 30% is like more to the approach. Because the way you approach people, if it's a face-to-face thing, you guys talk, exchange numbers, business cards, okay. Next thing, you have to follow up, send emails. After that, once you send that proposal, that proposal is 70%. So you need to put everything that you got in that proposal and make, you know, that person has to believe that, okay, you're the person that they need to work with. So that's my little piece of advice. That's a, that's, that's genuine key advice. Okay, so basically what we're gonna do, I'm gonna hit a little pause here. No, no, I'm not even gonna pause. I'm gonna do my own thing here on the podcast. Um, you know, it's, it's truly a blessing to really just network with some of the, you know, special guests that have come on my show and stuff like that. But also just, you know, putting out the energy and the good vibe and stuff like that. You know, I'm going to say something to you guys. No matter what it is you want, and you hear me say this numerous times, you get it done. You get the job or, or, originated and you do it the best way possible. You know what I mean? And you listen to Justin Mob here. He's talking and he's giving his influences. You know, he's talking about his trials and his tribulations and stuff like that. Also, too, at the same time. You know, um, it, it, taking the, 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 the necessary energy, you know what I mean, out of my day. And, you know, you take the time, you do all the good stuff. And, you know, he decided to just take a step out real quick, but he's back right here doing his thing, you know what I mean? So I decided to kind of give you guys that little, that little insight there, too, you know, as he sits back down <laughs> and we get right back into it, you know. Like, you I'll tell you guys, man, this is a legendary episode here, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And, and I set this aside episode 50 for this young man here you know um, just because he's a Floyd Mayweather fan and he did beat my guy even though I'm a Conor McGregor and a Floyd Mayweather fan but I like to see things just happen I like oh, to yeah. see my guy would have beat him you know it would have been nice or whatnot oh yeah um just to kind of continue on and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this this Vegas trip. What are you expecting from this Vegas trip? Um, Let's talk about the business first. Um, I'll say just just a lot of work. Just uh, I mean, like I said, we have a client there, Doctor Vegas. So uh, it's gonna be spending a lot of time when I'm going into office. Uh, I'll be working from uh, Doctor Vegas' office, which is like VIP plastic surgery. So uh, trying to create like a new strategy and how we're gonna be able to uh, help him with his online presence. So now we've been working a lot on this Instagram. Um, yeah, the, the YouTube channel is coming soon as well. So we'll be working on uh, more stuff for him, like me on YouTube. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much what my Vegas trip is going to be about. Like, I was 19 days in Vegas. Like, that's probably my longest. The last time I went there was for like eight days. The longest that I spent out there was like a week. That was going to be uh, 18 days. 18 days. The heat of Vegas. Okay. Yeah. And you're going to be you're going to be hanging out with uh, with with Levar and Lonzo and oh, Manelo and Angelo. <laughs> I need I need some triple I need some big balls. We all need the triple bleed triple this triple B's man triple B's big yeah, ball brand. We need that. We need that. I need to order a piece. Let me ask you a question about that real quick. What's what's your take on Levar and the energy that he's bringing out? Because I know a lot of people don't understand it. A lot of people give him the, the backlash and the flack. Um, you see a lot of it on social media. Mm-hmm. I know a couple people that I've talked to, and they don't understand it. I've always said this. It's because, and this is my personal opinion, and I, I feel it's somewhat a fact also. It's because if you've never had a relationship, say, for instance, with a fuck with your father, mm-hmm. how are you going to be expecting it? That's what a kid, I mean, 
that's what a father is going to do. Mm-hmm. A father is going to push his son to the next level. You know what I mean? If we were, if we all had kids here, and we wanted our kids to become these sports iconic figures. We want to push them. We're going to say, like, listen, this kid's going to be better than this person. He'll be better than that person. Right. What's your take on that? Um, no, I think the energy that it brings is great. Uh, first of all, he's a marketing genius because I remember when it first started. I, and now, there's not one day where I'm not talking about Big Baller Brand. I, I, think, for, I, think, I, think, for the, I think for the past for the past month, as soon as he started like this media run, like on uh, on ESPN and going on all these networks, it's been like a ball, ball, ball family, Big Baller Brand. That's all we talk about. Then he started releasing the shoe for Melo, which is legend, a legendary movie. The highest player never had his own shoe. So as far as marketing, because I'm a marketing guy, so I see everything that he's doing. I think, okay, well, this guy, he knows what he's doing. He gets it. But on top of that, you got to respect the fact that he's basically like pushing all his sons to reach a level of greatness that has, and it's something that has never been done. Because if we, we're just going to look for it. But I truly believe that all three of the, uh, the ball boys, they're all going to go to the NBA. They're all going to the league. This is going to be legendary. Yet they're all coming with their personal brand. They're all coming with their own shoe. It's, it's never been done before. You know the plot twist I said, if 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 LeBron does go to the, uh, the Lakers, it's mm-hmm. going to be so crazy that even though LeBron signed a Nike, he could easily say, listen, buy Nike. And just imagine if LeBron was to be the big athlete or the big face to the big ballet okay, ring. I don't think, I think, I think uh, LeBron's contract with Nike might be like a little more complicated. Uh, I, think more complicated. Uh, I don't remember like when he resigned, I think it was like a billion dollar contract yeah. or something for a lifetime. That was a lifetime yeah, contract, yeah. right? Uh, so I don't, th- I don't think he's ready to fuck his money up. <laughs> don't mess your money, LeBron. <laughs> no, I hear you, I hear you. And I know, I know we're kind of coming down to the end of things. You worked in the music industry. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a couple people that are into music kind of take take some uh, some heed into listening to a lot of these episodes. Speak on three sixty deals. Um, I know it sounds like I put you on the spot. No, no, no. no Speak no, on no, three sixty deals. It's, it's, it's perfectly fine. Uh, three sixty deal. I think for artists these days, like once you sign a deal, uh, like that deal that you sign is basically like off everything. So off like your concert tickets, of like, you know, your album sales, of like your merchandise and everything else like that you are uh, basically able to get money from the rebuild, the, the label has to recoup from, uh, you know, all those things that are like included. So that's what a 360 contract is. And I don't feel like it's, personally, I don't feel like it's a bad thing because like the label is giving you money, but like they say, like the, the deal that you get from a label is basically a loan, right? So you gotta do whatever you can to pay it back to the label. After that, then you're able to be like, you know, a free agent and do whatever you want to do. So uh, I don't, I don't think it's a bad thing uh, to reach a zone. But now, if you really have like a core, a, a core fan base, like I follow a lot of like uh, independent artists, especially like you know, listening to a lot of music from Texas, because mm-hmm. Texas is the only state where their uh, artists are able like to sustain and stay relevant in the state of Texas, and you know, buying the same cars and all the big houses that all these. Rap- as humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But only by selling music in the state of Texas. It's just about the way they have a core fan base. They don't need to sign to a major label. And after that, they just think, okay, start selling merch, selling selling CDs. Now it kind of changed because like it's a different dynamic with like the streaming and stuff like that. But if you have a core fan base as a as a as an artist, you don't need to sign no deal. Oh, I follow an artist. His name is Les. I'm just gonna put him like. This. Yeah, yeah. Put it up. Put it out there. Put it out there. I saw something on the Instagram. So yeah. Uh, I just I've been listening to his music maybe like for like four or five years. Like I said, I'm really in tune with like what's going on in Texas. So like for me, like if people talking about like top five or who's like the most influential, like for me, like my favorite list because I have like let's can we talk about top five after well, that? We can go top five. We got time. We got time. So. Um, <laughs> um, I, Basically, say that to say this that now, if you're an artist, you have like a core fan base. I'm just gonna give the example of Les, who has a core fan base who started like with the Slim Dog, right? He was like in uh, Boss Hog Outlaws, which was Slim Dog's yeah. group. Yeah. Uh, he kind of like stopped doing that because Slim Dog was doing his own thing independently. As an artist, he stopped with the whole group. He started like releasing mixtape, mixtape after mixtape, and he was able to brand himself. He's the type of guy that likes like old school. Like E36 BMW, so he had like his own vibe, and he was able to create like that atmosphere for his fans to basically come and to like listen to his music and go on his website, go on his social media, and be like, okay, well, once you're listening to less, that's the type of vibe that you're gonna get. He has his own team of producers, and he's doing very great. If you're looking at his merch, he has like one of the best merch like in the game. Kind of sounds like a little bit like um that one dude there, Russ. That, that Russ guy, right? Yep. How he mixes and he masters his own music and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But now he's getting a lot of flat because of the, uh, the everyday struggle. Was it was it was on everyday struggle with yep. uh, with Nessa and academics? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like how he kind of went at her. But he was real. But I think with him, he's in that position where I think he needs to kind of take a step back a little bit and stop talking about like we get it. Like we get that you're you mix and master your own music and you've been doing this for years on end and stuff like that. Because I think that now when he decides to get his or release his next album right. nobody's not really going to want to work with you now you know what I mean because people are going to be like so you're just going to keep talking about the same thing and mm-hmm. it kind of looks bad over this is where you know people are not going to work work with you mm-hmm. you know and to release another album you want to appeal to different other artists you know their fan base and stuff like that mm-hmm. into it and all that good stuff yeah it's, it's, it's never good especially like as early in his career even though he said I've like, been doing it for a long time like to burn bridges like that's that's, that's yeah, and I heard I heard a little thing, and I didn't really indulge into it, but I just, you're saying his dad has a, something to do with music? Yeah, I heard that he has, I've seen that on Twitter, because I don't know if yeah. it's true, but he has, yeah. uh, his dad apparently has uh, 
allegedly as a marketing agency, and that's how he was able to kind of like finesse his way. Finesse his way. Interesting. Interesting. So let's talk about top five. What are we going with? Top, top five. five. Let's go top five. Top five. I've been waiting for this. Yeah. So check this out. I have like my personal top five, which is like one of my favorites, and I have my uh, you know, top five for like skill set as well. Skill Drake better be in the top three. I'm just letting you know this. Better be top two. No, I don't think. I don't think so. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think Drake is cracking the top three in any of my top. Are not we yet. All time? Or are we going? No, no, we're going. No, we're going all time. All time. So check this out. It goes like this, right? So Jay, all right, uh, Pop, Biggie, um. Okay, number four and five. Wayne and Snoop. This that's your top five. That's my top five. I'm very different. Like that's my that, like that's my top five, right? So I go Jay, Biggie. Don't don't make that face. Don't make that face. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but Jay is like Snoop in your top five? Absolutely absolutely. It's your top five though, so I I would say no, that'd be that'd be my favorite. I'll leave like as far as that skill set. And my favorite Snoop is like a Snoop. For me, Snoop is like the universal rapper. Like I think Snoop is the one universal rapper. I think people know like in the whole world. I think he's more uh, known than Jay Z. I think Snoop is that icon that everybody knows. Snoop, everybody knows. I could that. agree with that because if you look at Snoop, you can kind of look at him to be the the Marvin Gaye of hip hop of rap. And Snoop is Snoop's been on since what, 93, 94? 93. And Snoop is still relevant to this day, even though he might not be making the same, like, you know, out puff as like Ciroc and like Jay as like Tidal. Snoop is still relevant. He has his own like studio base in LA where he has like different type of artists. He's still making movies, like his YouTube channel is like super popping. And he's very involved within the marijuana business as well. He has his own website, yeah. which yeah. is called Mary Jane. Yeah. Yeah. Which is basically like the Google for marijuana, right? Yeah. So he has like all those different investments and I can never see like for me uh, Like I listen to a lot of East Coast music. I don't know like it depends on like what people are listening to when they're growing up, right? I listen to a lot of East Coast music like yeah. that's what I was, a lot of Eminem and yeah. a lot of like, you yeah. know, like Nas yeah. and like a lot of Jay-Z yeah. and Mob Deep. But after that, once I started listening to more like West Coast music, I started listening to a lot of Ice Cube, a lot of Snoop, a lot of Exhibit. After that, after the game came to an end, yeah, it was yeah, Kendrick, yeah. Very, very underrated artist, underrated Carla Kellogg. And down south is basically because I listen to a lot of music. And down south, like I've been, when I started listening to Three Six Mafia, that was my introduction to like down south music. I started listening to Three Six Mafia maybe like in '98, '99. So the glory years kind of yeah, yeah. Three Six Mafia, A Ball and MJD. Oh, there you go. There like, you go. These are the groups that people don't talk about, but like now that there's like Outkast when they say. Top groups, absolutely. Eight ball MJG. They, they don't, don't really get a lot of love. They, they don't. They don't get mentioned. But people are not aware. Like if you go and you listen to the, like those like whole tapes, bro, they were amazing. I love it, ball MJG. Yeah, yeah. If I had to go with my top five, it's funny you're gonna challenge me here. Go ahead. <laughs> I can't believe you actually went with this top five question. So on the spot, I would have to go. All right, fans, the people that are listening to this, do not rash me on this. It's gonna go Jay Z. It's gonna go Drake. It's gonna go Fifty. Because mm. I'm a huge Fifty fan. Still. Okay, I respect that. Um, it's gonna. I'm gonna go Ti. Because mm. Ti is it. Ti is up there. Mm. And I'm gonna say for the fifth one is one's a little hard, man. Um, because when I got when I got on hip hop, I wasn't really. That was probably just before, like just after like Tupac and, and Biggie and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But the fifth one, holy ah. Uh, <laughs> 
this is I'm on the spot here. It would have been Young Jeezy. It would have been Young Jeezy. It would have been Young Jeezy. But then there was a little situation that happened down in my city, over in London, Ontario. Oh, and that's when people got shot. That's where that happened, oh, right? No. So that's kind of where I was like turned off of all that music. You the concert? That that concert. No. I remember, man. So let me give you guys a little black backstory. So I remember going to that concert. Now I wasn't gonna really go. It was a last minute thing. So I went. Met up with all my guys and stuff like that. So we walked in, and right when I walked in, just I felt uneasy. It was an uneasy feeling, mm. and I was I was just nervous. And I saw some people that were there, and I was like, all right, whatever. So a couple unsigned artists decided to come on stage and all this other crazy stuff. And then things happened, and it was about to be his set. And then all of a sudden, all we heard was pow, pow, pow. Everybody just booked it. Some people were running one way, other people were running other way, and stuff like that. So. You know, it's, it's, it was a real scary situation because when it happened, where I'm sitting right now, as we're recording this, it was maybe not even about five feet away from me, right? Mm-hmm. So right where you see that wall there, it was like right around there, and we just booked it, right? So I would say Young Jeezy in my, it would be my number five. We're talking about favorites or like just more like skill set? I'm talking about favorites. This is okay. my favorites. This is my favorites. Um, And if I had to replace Jeezy, it'd probably be... I don't know. I'm gonna have to come back to that. I'm gonna have to come back to that. Right. Give me, give me, give me some time here. Give me some time. Right. Like, I like, I I said, like I said, for me, like, uh, like I said, like Jay, uh, Biggie, Pop, Wayne, and 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 Snoop would be it. But for me, it's just like I'm, I'm been listening to a lot of, like I said, a lot of East Coast music, like growing up. But after that, I'm more of an energy person, so I like a lot of vibey stuff. You just said it so real quick. Sorry to interrupt you, but yeah. fifth person would have to be Busta. It would have to be Busta. Busta. A lot of people don't give him that respect, though. That's okay. You gotta put Busta in that top. In that top. In my personal top five. Mm-hmm. My favorite. Um, but continue on. No, I would just say like me. It's like it's more about the groove. So I've been listening to a lot of like funk as well. So when I put Snoop, like I feel like he's been able like to like De La Soul type of music type of thing. Yeah, yeah. I like. Yeah. Have you listened? Did you listen to uh, the not the last new album? He dropped an album with Pharrell. It was called Bush. No, was it, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. It wasn't like, it's amazing music. The music that makes you happy. You really like, in your house and you're dancing around. So dancing around, dance around with, uh, with, with, with with your with your <laughs> that device that Alexa. you have. <laughs> Alexa. Alexa. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, that's pretty much it. But uh, the family tree, like I say, like the label that kind of was discontinued and I wish that it was still a record label was Star Trek. Star Trek was yes. Star Trek was basically all of my favorite artists and so you put Pharrell on top, that that guy, Gwen Stefani, the clips, Pusha T and Malik's got Slim Tug. Slim Tug was yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. He's up Star Trek as there. well. And you put Snoop. Because at the time when Snoop was making uh, Drop It Like It's Hot and all these these other tunes, he was signed to Pharrell as well. So if you put that whole three, like like all everything that is coming down after Pharrell, like all the roster that he had for Star Trek, for me that that was that, that, that was it. That's when I was really like into hip hop. I was like, wow. You know what I might do? Sorry to cut you. You know what I might do now? This we're talking about hip hop now. Yeah. On the show episode fifty of Mitchell Report Unleashed is I'm gonna this this gave me this. A little thought process to maybe do a little sit down, get like three or four more guys that are versed in the hip hop, and all come out and do like if we had to do a ranking system from number one mm-hmm. to say the 
top 25. Mm. Just to get everybody's perception on who they would put in their top 25. But do it where you have like a list of this rapper's mm-hmm. skill set and see where everybody would rank certain guys, right? I'm going to have to do that for a podcast. Yeah. So definitely, I'll definitely have to come back up here and do it because one of my one of my uh, one of my good friends, uh, J.R. Weidman, mm-hmm. he's first with with hip hop music, okay. and you know he did some stuff with the Come Up Show okay. with um, what's his, the what's the gentleman's name, uh, the Dulius. Uh, they do the the Come Up Show and whatnot too. Okay. So he's had a lot of what from? What from? They originally started in London, man. Okay. They started in London. They started in my home city, Come Up Show, and then uh, oh sorry, Chetto. That's his, that's that's what we call his nickname. Chetto decided to move up to Toronto here to start up the Come Up Show and stuff like that. So okay. I think his last podcast interview we did, and I get a chance to listen to it, is with uh, Jedda Jedania. Jedaniah, okay, to do a classic man, dude. Oh, Jedena, Jedena, yeah, right. So that was his last, his last, um, his last interview that he okay. did and stuff like that too. So real quick, let's go skill set. Okay, uh, top five skill set. No, that was. Uh, if you're going skills, are we talking? Are we talking? Can make complete bodies of music? Are we talking about lyricism? Because we're going lyricism, it, it, this is, we're gonna be here all day. No, 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 because here's my thing, okay. I'm gonna put this out here. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start the energy with this. Go ahead. People say Eminem. Yes, Eminem can rap. Yeah, I'm but for me personally, Eminem is a type of is a type of hip hop artist that made a lot of stupid music, a lot of dumb music, which I couldn't relate to. Mm-hmm. So if I was gonna make or create a, a certain playlist with Eminem music, it's gonna be all the serious side music. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? The music that I feel that I can. I can somewhat reflect to what well, I can't right. reflect to his lifestyle because he was a little demented, <laughs> but you know what I mean, right? right. So, you, what would you say for the top, your top five lyricism? Um, I would definitely go Nas up first. Fair, yeah. Um, Fair. After that, it would have to be Jay. Um, after that, um, I love Prodigy. To be honest, I love yes. Prodigy. Yes, late great Prodigy. Yes, late great Prodigy. Prodigy. Um, the game. Definitely the game is up. Yeah, like I just mentioned he's yeah. very underrated, man. Yeah. We go very underrated. Up there. And um, the fifth one, uh, um, I would have to go with Wayne. Wayne? Yeah, I love Wayne. And there's no love with Joe Budden on this, eh? No, 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 no. I, I, I haven't listened to enough music. I haven't listened to enough music. I don't know what you are, man. Uh, you got to put me on. Joe like, Budden, man. I know about the whole, like, Find you, how 
they can get in contact with you? Uh, you guys can actually follow me, like I said, like on Instagram, Justin Mob, Twitter, Justin Mob, Facebook, Justin Mob. You can, you can go on my website, look at my portfolio, justinmob.com. Uh, my YouTube channel is coming soon as well, you know, when I was starting like this. Yes. So that's going to be like top of the year, but you guys stay soon. As long as you follow me on Instagram, that'll be perfectly fine. You'll be able to stay in touch with Perfect. everything that I'm doing. And I got to... Just follow me. I got a cool page, man. I know you do. I know you do. The energy, man. I'm creating some cool content, something something different. Uh, And like I said, like I respect everybody's also. Like I respect like like your personal trainer. I respect what you. I respect like the DJs. I respect what I respect like everyone who's like all the different YouTubers that we have in the city. Everyone that's doing something positive and is hustling, I respect it. But as far as I'm concerned, I just know that I'm doing something different. I'm bringing something different to the table. And I know you are. Uh, You're doing good at it, man. Yeah, absolutely. So just, you know, follow the boy. All right, all right. Well, what else you got for me here, man? What else we got? We're wrapping up to the final part of the show. You have anything you need to ask me? You know? Um, We're going for about an hour. Okay, okay, perfect. Well, how about you tell me what's, like, what's next? What's next for you? Holy... I try to keep my I try to keep my cards close to my chest. Okay. But what it is I'm trying to do, and I'll kind of hint it off a little bit, is I'm looking at building and I'll backtrack a little bit. I know that from a while ago, five, six, seven years, um, people, friends of family, um, friends of my dad, friends of my mom, have all said I should have gotten the radio. They said the voice, you have the radio voice to do it. I now said to myself back in October 31st of last year, I said, let me do this podcast and we put it out there. We 50 episodes in, mm-hmm. right? And we're one month away from the actual first year anniversary. I want to do something big for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of striking when the iron's hot, right? Right. And right now, podcasts is the hot topic. It's mm-hmm. a hot commodity. And I've had conversations before I said I was going to start this. And a lot of people said, you know, he, one of my guys, uh, Kevin Martin, he does um, the domino effect of Connecticut. Mm-hmm. And I listened to what he said a lot of times where he says, podcast is a good thing to get into, but you have to have that transparency and you have to be clear with what the division, the vision, sorry, that you want to go with. Mm-hmm. So it's like the avenue you want to build and you don't want to run out of content, right? I know people that start, like they started, they're going to start a podcast and they've gotten one, two, three episodes and it's around and I know people that say they want to start a podcast and they can't even get that launched off the ground they keep saying that they want to push it back push mm-hmm. it back like it's an album release date mm-hmm. and I've always said is you gotta walk and you gotta chew gum oh, yeah. oh, if you absolutely. feel that you could you can put yourself behind a mic and you got the content and I think with me where it's a little bit different is a lot of my episodes that I do they're by myself so yeah. it's it's tough I won't lie to you it's tough it's tough mm-hmm. to really lock in and to just hone in on certain topics and stuff like that so mm-hmm. When I talk about my relationship chit-chat, it's from experience and I've taken bits and pieces of little things that are going on out there. Right. If I talk about sports, sports is my strong point. Mm-hmm. Uh, music is my strong point. Um, everyday, like, upbringing in life and, you know, bettering yourself and, you know, with motivation and stuff like that, that's that's a skill set of mine, right? Because mm-hmm. you got to do it in the gym and stuff like that, too. So what's next for me is just to keep building this brand. Um, opportunities have come my way. I've, I've linked up with actually a, a man in the city here. His name is Joel Pasek, Joseph Pasek, mm-hmm. uh, through Barber, barnburner.ca. So I cover a lot of things with mixed martial arts and WWE wrestling, right? Okay. So on the low, I still watch wrestling, right? I still okay. watch wrestling and stuff like that. Uh, I don't go too, too crazy, crazy with it, but I 
I watch it enough. So we cover like the pay-per-views, we cover SmackDown and Raw and then Mixed Martial Arts is all the fights and stuff like that. So that's my my second baby while this is my first baby, right? Um, That's just an extension, you know what I mean? And that's by putting out the energy, putting out the work, um, being on a couple YouTube shows with Kane and Ice. That was, that's been good. So shout out to them. Um, Go Eagles, but even though the Giants are going to win the division. But um, that's sort of what my vision is right now, is just to kind of keep building this brand. And, uh, you know, I got some stuff I'm working on myself, too. What about your boot camp? My boot camp? Okay, so my boot camp, I'm just, I call myself the hired, uh, the hired hand. Mm-hmm. It's not my business. Um, I was brought in through um, a great, great gentleman that I've had the pleasure of knowing for the last... We're going 13 years. Shout out to Corey Bannon. Um, I know you know he listens from time to time again and whatnot. But he built something in that city where it's a diverse community to really get the job done. And we see all different you know folks that have come in from ages 25 to like like 50, 60, mm-hmm. and it's building that culture that's there and that energy that's always there. And you see the smiling faces and the people that you're you know they're putting their trust in you to get the job done. Uh, weight loss, you know, building, toning, and stuff like that. So he's built something in the last now, what was it? It would have been four now. It's about four years for him. Mm -hmm. And we ran into each other this one night. I was out. It was up for a birthday party. And uh, to cut a long story short, he approached me. We kind of felt a communication with each other. And the first thing he said to me was, hey, he's like, I see what you're doing on the gym, um, on Instagram. And this one, I was in the gym hard. And I was working out. And I was doing a lot of, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Laurent Landry. He used to play free safety in the NFL. Okay. So he had his big workout program I was, that he was doing. And mm-hmm. I just, you know, kept putting out the energy. And he saw that. And he saw that. And he goes, this is what I'm working with. This is mm-hmm. what I want to do. And I said, all right, let me come check it out. So this was on that Apple at the time still, too. Mm-hmm. I was working full time. And, you know, went out to the first boot camp. I saw what was going on. And I was in the transitioning where a lot of people didn't know I was getting my certification mm-hmm. through ISSA, right? Okay. That's um, the, the independent one through, through Worldwide. Mm-hmm. And I did that. And now it's been two, two and a half years. Just been growing that population there. Awesome. It's, and I will say this to all the listeners. It's not my company. I'm just the hired hand. I'm the hired hired force there to help motivate and push people. Um, that's that's Corey. That's all Corey and the community and the, the group of trainers that we brought in too, right? So mm-hmm. it's been it's been a blast, man. Okay. It's been a real blast. And then I work telecommunications also too. Okay. Um, and that's it, man. Really, you know, this 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 out here vibing, man. Everybody has their own journey. Everybody's got their own journey. But um, as far as where do I see myself? I, I get this question a lot. Where do I see myself in five years? I said coaching. I said I want to get back into coaching because mm-hmm. when I was 26, I coached semi-pro football. I helped out okay. on the offensive, um, offensive side of things. Mm-hmm. And where I see myself in like five years, that would make me like close to 40, mm-hmm. you know, 38, maybe 38. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to get back into coaching, but I've always said is that no matter, I, I feel like I'm already coaching already. If you get what I mean, right. I'm coaching in the gym. I coach on these podcasts. Mm-hmm. I bring you on the show yep. to, to, yeah, we talk hip-hop. Yeah, we talk a little bit about sports. Yeah, we, you know, we crack jokes and stuff like that. But the main niche of it, to show people 
we're out here doing something. Yeah, we're building something, you know what I mean? And it's that energy you want to put out, you know what I mean? And you're a pretty stand-up guy, man. So, you know, from day one, you know, like I said, it started from a, from a Twitter direct message. Mm-hmm. And then it transitioned to Instagram, to texting, to where we had a first phone call, to where we meet up. Mm-hmm. And now we're here, you know yeah, what I mean? Legendary episode, episode, episode 50. And like I said again, please tell the guys, tell everybody, males, females, where they can find you. Justin Mob on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Hashtag Clear Skin Shorty if you want to join the movement, if you want to have your skin clear, if you need any type of like advice or tips about like skincare, I can help you out with that. And uh, Waves Open Doors, that's the motto. Absolutely, Waves Open Doors. And I expect to see this magazine cover shoot oh, in yeah. your future. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right? Um, definitely. I, oh, I want to see that. Mm-hmm. I'm getting both you and Cal's uh, autograph. And, and hopefully when I'm back up here again, man, we can have Cal sitting on it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I'm going to have to take a sit back and just kind of let y'all two just do the thing. <laughs> he's a wild dude. He's I, encourage every, I encourage everybody follow <laughs> Cal. Cal Caliente, right? Boys is wild, man. Wild, 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 dude. Anyways, guys, it's been a pleasure. Episode 50. It's been legendary. You already know you can find them. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.